Tuesday, 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 it's party time. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show, the Puppet Master, Super Chris Cruz, and Let's Love Brandon at the helm, driving us into the nether regions of all things insanity. My friend John Doyle in the hot seat, welcome to the show. Inaugural visit. It's true. This this has taken too long. It has, it has. Uh, I would like to say that it was because of uh, lack of miscommunication, but it was more just I couldn't actually find where the studio was located. (laughs) I walked by and I texted uh, Chris Cruz and I was like, hey, is this the right studio? And he just didn't answer. So I was uh, yeah. left to navigate the bowels of uh, Mercury Studios by myself. This is the third studio we've been in on and on the premises, on the lot. Uh, so I still want to walk way down to the far end mm-hmm. to go to our studio. It's just creature of habit. want to do it. I'm glad you're on the show. We're going to talk about you. We're going to talk about all kind of fun things uh before we get into it a couple of blaze topics that have been happening in the last week arizona high school counselor who helped organize a drag show yeah you heard me right uh was arrested and accused of having sex with a 15 year old student uh this should be a wake-up call that it's long past time to get your kids out of public school uh if you homeschool your kids they probably won't have sex with their teacher and as a bonus they just might graduate the same gender they were born with uh progressive democrats vote for a 40 billion dollar war package for ukraine after voting for a 10 percent decrease in the pentagon's budget so apparently they don't understand how wars work or don't understand which side we're supposed to be on uh, i wish we could just reduce the left by 10 percent Pro-abortion protesters are calling for a summer of rage over their anguish, um, and they're no longer you know, they're being because they you know, can't murder their babies anymore, and so they're enraged. Uh, if you want to kickstart that rage, just call one of those people by a pronoun they don't like. You'll get a summer, winter, and fall's worth of worthless rage as well. Uh, a second dead body has shown up uh, in Lake Mead as the water levels go to historic lows, and I promise you, if they ever uh, the swamp waters in Louisiana ever stop receding start receding it's going to be a lot more than two bodies many unsolved mysteries going to be solved and the funeral industry is going to be booming the biden administration has known about the baby formula shortage for months but didn't tell anybody um i personally can't believe joe biden could forget something so important just like he forgets literally everything else including how to wipe his own ass eighth grade boys have been accused of sexual harassment for wait for it incorrect pronouns when addressing another student uh I don't, when did being bad at grammar become a criminal offense, especially sexual harassment? Chris, uh, stop pretending pronouns are a choice. Let boys be boys. California cop was busted. Wait for it again. Masturbating. Masturbating. A cop was masturbating in a family's home. This is in the San Francisco area. Of course it was. Wow. Uh, he responded to a domestic disturbance complaint. Apparently, the cop thought masturbating was the most effective way to de-escalate the situation. Uh, The victims were so shocked, they almost had a stroke, um, and the cop was definitely stroking. So, uh, anyway, let's talk about this. Masturbation? Let's talk about masturbation, John. All right. John, don't give a shit. John's like, let's do it. Let's talk about it. John, let's, let's... if folks know you obviously i mean you're part of the blaze family uh you're a contributor to the blaze um i always enjoy your commentary appreciate it that's honest to god's truth how did you get where you are what's the story behind john doyle 
I wish I had a, a, a like a superhero origin story where you know I was watching the towers collapse and I thought you know I gotta go fight, but I just kind of was well actually watching the country more or less collapse I guess when I was in high school and I was watching you know people at Blaze people back when uh, CRTV was a thing I was yeah. watching a lot of different YouTubers and I sort of thought that I could do that and add something to the conversation that wasn't being discussed um, and so I did after I graduated high school I started making YouTube videos and then it started to take off so dropped out of community college never went back and so here we are you read a lot yeah yeah you kind of have to yeah I, i've just found that people with any insightful thing to say they got to be reading mm-hmm. i mean it's constantly deal because i mean otherwise you're just pouring out of an empty cup something's got to be spurning those thoughts and yeah it, and even like simple books i mean it just makes you more interesting to talk to as well because you can tie in what you've been reading into conversations because if you're not reading regularly like probably 95 percent of the population isn't then any small talk you're having is always gonna you know devolve into whatever netflix show everyone has to be watching right. or whatever fast food places everyone needs to be eating at so it's good to be able to tie in from other sources and i think it makes you smarter and better to uh better able to navigate the world around you as well yeah you are a breast milk expert. This is true. Um, uh, I, I guess at some point in time, we all have been. Uh, you probably enjoyed breast milk more recently than I have, um, mm-hmm. since you're younger than me. The Or maybe you just have a kink, and I don't kink shame. Well, it's not about a kink. You know, it's just not clear to me why for... Uh, <laughs> You know, infancy, we're drinking breast milk, and then all of a sudden we're supposed to switch to a cow. It's like you can still drink breast milk. I mean, it still digests. So <laughs> I haven't found a network yet, but I'm an advocate for what's referred to online as suckle gang. And it's the idea that like men should still be drinking breast milk. Okay. And you go and you can find local networks. Now, you don't just want any breast milk. You don't want some woman who's taking birth control to be giving you breast milk or, well, she wouldn't be pregnant, but you know, things like that. You want a woman who's eating uh, healthy foods from a farmer's market, locally sourced, not processed food. You want the highest quality milk, and then, yeah, you just drink it. So you're basically an advocate for surrogate titty. Sure. Yeah, you yeah. could say that. Now, I haven't done this, but I am an advocate for it, and okay. my, my lack of doing it isn't a hypocrisy. It's more of a lack of practicality. I just haven't found it yet. Yeah. But once I do, rest assured, I will be drinking my breast milk. I just haven't found a healthy bitch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's where we're at. Yeah. And, I, and, I don't, and I'm not, I'm just saying, bitch is like, basically we're talking about Finding a titty bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. There's so many things we could say right now that are just hilarious on this topic. Yeah, it's unru- it's un it kind of gets back into the uh, you know age old discussion of the boobs versus the ass. And okay. I, in my opinion, I think that like you said, you know, it's a titty question. A lot of guys have forgotten like what a nice pair of boobs look like because right. they're so fixated on girls' butts, which I think is like a psyop actually i think that that's like an elite conspiracy to get men to start fetishizing butts because i think that's uh, a woman's breasts are a more refined and sophisticated sexual interest yeah. and it's like yeah now you've got girls going to the gym and they're squatting they're trying to give the illusion that they have the good genetics as would be indicated by like a nice ass but still when you're on the beach or whatever you see a girl in a bikini and she has natural nice boobs you can't help but look at that in a way that's like more attractive than just like a butt in my opinion i have friend girls that I try to explain this concept to. Mm. And they, many of them don't understand that. Like, they don't, they don't grasp that concept of, like, we're going to look at your boobs. Yeah. Right? Especially the way they're displayed these days. Yeah. So we're going to, like, like a lot of girls don't understand the fascination of side boob. The ones who get it, that's a million-dollar industry. So my, my buddy John Griffin and I were having lunch the other day, and we came up with a new OnlyFans concept where we just want to do lefttit.com. All right? Bro. Where you just put the left tit out there. Yes. 
you don't even have to show the face or nothing. You just, I mean, somewhere out there, you're talking about suckle gang. Somewhere yeah. out there, there's a dude with a left tip fetish. Just left titty. That's what's so funny about the internet. Like you could literally commodify that. What's funny is lefttit.com is taken. We looked. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> That's one of those situations you have to hire like a broker from GoDaddy to try to like yeah. negotiate with the owner of lefttit.com to yeah. get it for you. They charge you like two grand or something for it. I, but we were brainstorming. We were like, because the foot, the foot thing, which is weird to me, has been taken. Uh, I looked up cankles.com. Uh, maybe there's a cankle, cankle kink. I don't know. Uh, that's actually some kind of working out your legs. But there are whole Instagram pages dedicated to girls' butts. I mean, like one girl who's a butt model. I, I, I've seen several of them. Like every post is a picture of their rear end. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that the reason I think it's manufactured is because like any woman is more or less going to have like a nice butt if she's like fully naked. But now, not that I would know, but it's like <laughs> if you look at like the reason that men are attracted to that fat distribution, it's because the way that the fat is distributed on the body implies a low likelihood of genetic mutation. Mm -hmm. So it's like healthier women tend to have that hip to waist ratio that we all like. And so now what women are doing that are not endowed by God to have that nicer uh, figure, they go to the gym and they're squatting and they're artificially sculpting their bodies to look like that. And because men have stupid monkey brains we're seeing that and we're like oh she's really hot and it's like yes but not in the real way that like a girl doesn't have to do that who just naturally looks like that is going to have better genetics but with girls boobs it's harder to fake that you know they can get fake boobs but that's pretty obvious anybody who knows what they're looking at is going to know that those are fake so yeah. a nice pair of like natural boobs is something that like guys just don't think about anymore because we're so like rotted mentally by the hypersexualized culture by pornography and like those fetishes you're talking about you know 50 years ago if a guy had like a left tit fetish he was just going to keep that to himself grow up grow out of it and whatever now they find themselves online and they form these communities for like furries left tit gang cankles and they allow themselves to get into these echo chambers of like fetishes and they just completely like warp their sexuality yeah it messes it up and we, while we joke about it to make a serious point out of this thing which nobody's asking us to do but i feel necessary is the hypersexualization of culture is pervasive obviously um at your age, I'm assuming you've never really known a world that didn't have the internet mm -hmm. in it. I can remember when there wasn't. Uh, there wasn't, wasn't cell phones and constantly being bombarded with this stuff. Pornography, obviously, we're very against it um, for numerous reasons. But how does one keep their attention focused on relationships and all of that? It, I mean, we're being bombarded with this stuff. How do you keep a healthy mind with all of this stuff going on? I think you just have to avoid it as much as possible. I think the stat is like 85% of men in this country are like addicted to watching pornography. And 10 years ago, it would have been easier to make the argument that like, oh, well, I just won't watch it or I'll just keep my kids away from it. But now it's at a level where to operate in society, kids are going to need access to the Internet. Like that's unfortunately the case, but there's no way around it. And so I think that we need to get the state involved to actually like ban pornography and regulate it the same way that we'd regulate child pornography or at least put an age restriction on there. And I don't really see the, the argument against that like, oh, well, then they'll have my identification. OK, well, don't watch weird porn then, you know, and then yeah. you won't be ashamed of it being tied to your name or something like that. But.
yeah, kids are watching it. I mean, the average age of exposure, I think, is 11 years old, and it keeps decreasing every time they take data on it. And like you said, it is incredibly harmful, especially to the youthful mind. I mean, it warps permanently and irreparably your perception of sex. It's like you're not being introduced to sex by a conversation with your parents or even by, you know, an awkward experience with a cheerleader in high school. It's like it's by the Internet, which is this very warped and commodified representation of it that does irreparable harm to the way that you perceive relationships with women. And now, too, it's like because women aren't allowed to exist in like their feminine form. And when guys are being introduced to like what sexual interaction is like with women, it's through pornography. They can only view women as like a commodity or as like a sexual object. And then because they're so frankly antisocial now, this generation of men, they view women only as like what they can do for them sexually, but then they can't get access to that because they're socially awkward. So then they start to resent women. They get to be in like the the MGTOW or the incel group or things like that. Um, and they can't just view women like as normal people who they just so happen to want to like form relationships relationships with. It's always this very like resentful attitude because they don't see them as anything other than that. I've had, I've mentored a lot of guys in my life and you know, I've had one of the biggest things that comes up typically is how you interact with the opposite sex. I've had guys who, you know, young men who say, I, I don't know how to talk to women. I was like, you're talking to me. Yeah. Why can't you talk to women? The reason you can't talk to women is because you've already objectified them in your mind before you ever approach them. Yeah. You should be able to walk up and have a normal conversation, human being to human being, without this idea of, oh, what am I going to say to make her like me? Mm -hmm. You can have a con we can have a conversation with each other. A couple of guys are talking. It's like we can pop off. It don't really give a shit if you like it or not. Right. Yeah. So it, it's it's but you've already done that objectifying in your mind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's sad, too, because a lot of it is because of feminism. We've elevated women artificially to this pedestal where it's like the average guy now approaching a woman. He thinks he's approaching like a celebrity or something like that. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to her. It's like she's not that interesting you know just go yeah. out talk to her or whatever like I was out with a group of guys recently uh, and I jokingly because this one guy had put a bunch of tattoos on himself like temporary tattoos and I was like alright I'll give you a hundred dollars you can go get a girl's phone number because you look ridiculous right now and he was just like huh that's funny I was like what do you mean? Like 30 years ago, if I was with a group of guys, I was like, 100 bucks, go get that girl's phone number. He wouldn't even need the money. He would just go do it. Like that was a normal thing. Yeah. But in my experience with hanging out with guys who are regular guys, good looking, smart, funny guys, the concept of like seeing a woman in public who's attractive, we all know it. We're all commenting on it. But then going to approach her is like foreign. It's like completely bizarre, not even something that's thought of. And that's yeah. why we use things, at least in my generation, like dating apps as a crutch, people meeting even on social media, you know, Instagram, the whole concept of like sliding into a girl's DMs. It's like, go talk to her. It's like, well, I don't know how to do that. And so when you're doing it over a cell phone, that that fear of rejection isn't as much because it's not a girl talking to you. It's more or less pixels on screen. So you don't take it as personally. And yeah, I think that maybe it's part of, uh, you know, dads just not teaching their son how to like talk to girls or whatever. A lot of it, I think, is self-confidence. Uh, because we've taught men to like hate themselves and that they're basically disposable and have no unique value to society. But yeah, it's a big problem. There you go. We're going to talk some more about stuff, specifically some of this uh, baby formula stuff. And just, we're going to, it's going to be the titty episode. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, big tech lost $1.8 trillion in a single month. Pretty much serves them right as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, Google, they all colluded with the Democrats to keep Hunter Biden's laptop out of the 2020 election. Like I always say, karma is that boomerang. It's coming back on you. And I just heard Biden promoting the dystopian disinformation governance board. Uh, if it keeps going like this, folks, we may not get the truth about anything, the energy, the environment, anything else, especially the economy or opportunities that may help you retire early. That's why uh, you rely on me to give you real news, folks, real opportunities for hardworking Americans. So, 
Get the rest of the story at masterworks.art slash Chad. Chris Cruz has invested in five paintings. So hurry up before Chris owns all of the works of art in the world. Again, masterworks.art slash Chad. Go check them out. You know what, Chris? I'm going to do it today. I'm investing in art, baby. All right. Hang tight. We'll be right back. Oh, John Doyle, so many things. So many things. This baby formula thing deals interesting, right? Biden administration knew that a baby formula shortage was coming as early as last February. So they knew that. Um, Daily Caller caller reporter Brian Deese um, told CNN's New Day that the administration is working around the clock to tackle the issue from every angle possible. But yes, they're sending pallets of it down to the border um which is interesting we actually so we're working on this new little comedy troupe sketch video thing with a couple of folks and we were doing the first one about drug dealing baby formula and we were going to buy some drug formula or some <laughs> baby formula and this, we, didn't, we couldn't find it in the stores now there's some places that have it some places that don't but i mean do you see this kind of deal as, i mean are we conspiracy theorists to say that they're trying to kill babies here I don't know. I mean, or is it just, what is this? What's going on? Well, the bright side, I guess, would be that most baby formula is toxic anyways. Like, if you read the ingredients, it's a bunch of, like, soy and vegetable <laughs> oils. So it's not the worst thing in the world that there's a shortage, I don't think. I mean, of course, there's, like, good baby formula that's probably off the shelves as well. But, I mean, people have been feeding babies since the, like, beginning of people. So you don't <laughs> yeah. you don't need formula necessarily to do it. I mean, you know, my mom uh, would, like, puree food and feed it to me, or she would make her own baby formula. And, you know, she's very smart, but she's not a rocket scientist. Like, it's yeah. not totally difficult. And a simple Google search will give you like pretty good recipes for how to make it. So um, I think that, uh, frankly, this is just an, a way for people to be like, oh, fine, you idiot, you're killing babies. And it's like, well, be a better parent, maybe. I don't know. Just like make formula. It's not hard. You know, it's not like you're trying to I mean, like again, cure cancer. I was talking yesterday with Eric July about how a friend of mine put some solutions out there and got fact checked for having done it. Yeah. And I'm like, come on, you know. Um, and that's what they don't like to. I've seen articles from these publications saying like, no, don't make your own baby formula. And it's like, these are the same people who like, no, don't have kids. And so they want you to have kids, but only when you can like poison them with like soy and make yeah. them retarded and stuff. So yeah, we're an unhealthy society anyway. Yeah. Right. I incredibly. mean, we eat food that's not really food. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, you know, you take Texas, like right here, Dallas, Fort Worth. I think we're third or fourth most obese metropolitan area in the nation because mm-hmm. we're inundated with places to eat, eat out, eat mm-hmm. fast food. I mean, there's restaurants on every corner and uh, it's hard to find good food, right? So you're right. You got people who are saying, well, you can abort a baby in the third trimester or even after birth, but yet make sure you feed it the right thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, so... Jen Saki, she said, we have a great deal of manufacturing capacity here in the United States. That's less the issue. The issue is obviously that this was a recall in February that, as a reminder, was done because there uh, was a factory in Michigan that had tainted formula that killed two babies. Uh, she was referring to the closing of the plant in Sturgis, Michigan, operated by Abbott Laboratories, uh, same people that make the uh, COVID test. One of the largest manufactured baby formula in the U.S. It was shut down in February after Abbott issued a nationwide recall on its Similac 
Alimentum and Elicare baby formula products. The Food and Drug Administration had initially linked the recall formulas to serious uh, Chronobacter sakazakli, sakai, salmonella infections in five infants, two of whom had died. Um, so she said that the baby formulas were tainted, killed two infant infants. Um, the fact, however, a comprehensive investigation by Abbott, FDA, and CDC found no evidence that their formula caused infant illnesses. So, uh, Fact check that, Jim yeah, if, Pisaki. If the experts said it, then it, it must be true. Of course. Um, you're never going to invent or manufacture a product that, that's better than God. I mean, you know, breast milk <laughs> right. is the ideal. And I understand some women, I guess, can't do it or can't lactate properly. But still, you're never going to have something that's better for the baby than breast milk. So that's definitely ideal. I was breastfed. Uh, I'm assuming you were breastfed as well. Hell yeah. And it's not even like Yesterday. that the short-term effects are bad, which they are. And it's tragic that the babies were killed. But it's like even the long-term effects. I mean, babies that don't breastfeed and that only drink formula or eat formula are less intelligent. Their IQs are lower on average. Uh, they're more likely to have all sorts of cognitive functions that are lesser developed when put next to babies who are breastfed. And so it's the same thing with like school lunches, for example. You know, I was made fun of because I didn't get, you know, pizza and the little hamburgers and chicken nuggets and everything because my mom always packed my lunch. But those kids are all now like really stupid because during the most formative <laughs> years of their brain development, they were eating poison slop. And uh, yeah, it like completely stunted their, their mental capacity and their development. I got a friend that occasionally will put out some you know she'll make posts regarding ingredients and in popular foods like mm -hmm. chicken nuggets right from mcdonald's and just the stuff they put in there that actually makes you want to eat more of it mm -hmm. right it's it's like a, a, i don't know what the word is an, an a, a, like an appetite activator mm -hmm. to make you want to it's like this is crazy the stuff that we're doing yeah. I mean, it, and it, we're wondering why we feel like shit. We're wondering why we have deficiencies. Why, you know, guys that are 50 years old are taking testosterone supplements because everything is depleted in their body. Yeah, we like people that are my age, like 20, I see erectile dysfunction advertisements now that depict guys in their early 20s. Right. I forgot what it's called. I think it's like hymns or something. Uh, but you'll see these on Hulu, on YouTube, like because of pornography, by the way, I think it's like a thousand percent increase in erectile dysfunction over the last 15 years yeah. because of pornography. And it's like people think it's normal. I guess for all of human history, we've always just felt like tired, depressed, bags of shit. And it's like, no, it's because what we're eating. I mean, you are what you eat, literally. Like that is your body's entire source for how it heals itself and conducts itself. And people are eating uh, food that's like stocked full of hormones and like sugars and all these things that are terrible for you because all of what we know about food science is like wrong we were taught that cholesterol is bad for you fat is bad for you like fat like fat people must be bad for you uh butter is bad for you eggs are bad for you but um you know grains are good for you you should be eating i think the serving is like what seven to eleven servings of pasta every day according to the food pyramid and then they update it with a plate even things like vegetables aren't actually that good for you i mean like spinach and kale for example these are like leaves that have defensive mechanisms built into them that don't want to be eaten whereas <laughs> things like red meat they want to be eat fruit wants to be eaten. I mean, things with seeds want to be eaten. And it's like the diet that our ancestors were, were consuming was like meat, eggs, dairy, and fruit. And all the healthiest people I know who are like looking like, you know, they're 30 into their late 50s and 60s, that's the diet that they're eating. Yeah. I, I would defy anybody. I, I encourage you actually, go to a Whole Foods store. Look at the people shopping in there. They look like they are one bite of granola away from the grave. Mm -hmm. I mean, they, they're yellow, they're jaundiced, I mean, it's, and they're all wearing masks. 
I mean, these people really love life. <laughs> I mean, they're willing to spend 30% extra on their groceries to buy stuff that is it healthy? We don't know. But these people look sick, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and that's the case of so many of these leftists is they're not even like ugly in the sense that they're not conventionally good looking or maybe they're overweight. They like double down on it and try to make themselves as unattractive as possible. They'll yeah. dye their hair. They'll get all these piercings. They wear clothes that, you know, I've seen like all these like fat feminist chicks and they'll be like spilling over and then they'll wear like crop tops just to like yeah. show it off or something. And it's just like waving. You know, it's really it's humiliating. Even now they'll have like Victoria's Secret models who are like disgusting and it's like humiliating. Because like we said, as men, we want to be able to walk around with our girlfriends and, you know, walk by Victoria's Secret, just give a little like, you know, not too obvious. And it's humiliating to have to be in public and see people like that and be told like, this is what beauty is. This is it's like, no, it's not. Stop lying to me. Beauty. My definition is about balance. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, if you got one eye up here and another eye down here, they're in balance. It's not the most attractive way to be. Right. So these people are they're trying to be as imbalanced as possible and then tell you that that's order Mm -hmm. and that's beauty. And it's not. We all know that. But again, they don't live in reality the same way people with common sense do. I have a pride flag. I don't know if you saw it. Uh, I have a pride flag made just for me. Chris, do you still have that? Pop it up there real quick. Uh, that's some tits and ass right there. Um, I think those are tits on the left. I'm a marisexual. Um, <laughs> can, can you can you do that? A marisexual? Yep. Yeah. All right. I'm down with that. Uh, we need better breasts, though. Oh, I'll get a model. Lord, speaking of lactating, Sarah's still breastfeeding. I don't know anything about that. Is she? Oh yeah, she would. She would do it too if I asked. That might be a candidate for your suckle gang. Yeah. Well, and she she takes her health pretty seriously. I've spoken to her. Sarah Gonzalez is a very healthy person, and she's completely like unvaccinated. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I'm going on her show today, so I might have to ask there her you about go. that. And, you know, she and I like to gossip, you know, a little behind-the-scenes drama. So I think uh, in exchange for just random shenanigans and mischief that I get into in my personal life, <laughs> I'll, I'll wager. I don't know what the, like, ounce of breast milk to, like, tidbit of gossip ratio is. I'm sure we'll work out that currency exchange. You're going to trade for titty milk. I like this. Yeah, yeah. Information for titty milk. Yeah. <laughs> That's the new crypto. I like this. Uh, trading bites for bites. Uh, hey, in Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted. The police are condemned. It's sad to say, but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and your family. I don't, I don't know if you heard the story, John. I, I was in my local bar there in Fort Worth, and the, the day before, somebody come in there and threatened to shoot it up, shoot everything up. So I went out and got my tactical fanny pack of death and had the rest of my beverages prepared. Uh, thankfully, you can be prepared, too. I target pro revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home no more inconvenient trips to the range with the inflation causing the price of ammunition ammunition to skyrocket it'll save you a ton download itarget's proprietary app load the laser bullet into your firearm start your training experience itarget will help you develop muscle memory uh, your uh, target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, a whole lot more. iTarget Pros comes in all the major calibers, including 223, so you can use your AR 
and uh, stay sharp with pretty much every firearm you own. Go to itargetpro.com right now. Save 10% plus get free shipping with offer code C-H-A-D. I spell it Chad. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a, than a few hours at the range. The letter I, targetpro.com, itargetpro.com. Use offer code Chad and we'll be right back. All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, let's get into it. You know, I didn't even know Calvin Klein was still a thing. I find myself in a situation, however, where I'm suddenly far less inclined to recline in a pair of Calvin Kleins. And you want to know why that is? Well, I'm glad you asked because I just love to tell you all about it. For Mother's Day this year, Calvin Klein launched a campaign that included as its cover models Roberto Bette, a pregnant trans man, and Erica Fija, a trans woman. In other words, because explication is the coin of this particular bizarro realm in which we found ourselves trapped, what we have here is a man and a woman who have basically swapped identities in order to carry out a straight heterosexual lifestyle that still somehow manages to have that tang on the tongue of subversiveness. Now, if you happen to take a look at, uh, say, previous Calvin Klein marketing campaigns, you can see them right there on your screen, you're apt to notice a through line that's pretty bold, pretty beautiful, and leaning pretty heavily on the idea that those features which make us attractive to the opposite sex should be magnified and enhanced through the wonderful practice of photography. In short, they're cover designs are meant to give you a boner or a lady boner if that's your thing so then along comes calvin klein for mother's day 2022 and gives you sasha baron cohen from the dictator and michael jackson if he had a better surgeon so we got to call this the gender blender now i'm open-minded when it comes to humor and if you wanted to tell me that this was Calvin Klein's way of humorously deconstructing the sex sales model upon which they've built their entire empire over the decades, I'd have to raise a glass and say, well, that certainly roasts the shit out of it. But to come at us with this in complete seriousness, pretending that this is in any way indicative of the normal way in which the species operates or should operate is frankly a little off-putting and definitely not something I want to look at for very long. Now, I know that the boys of today are far more sophisticated in terms of the pornography to which they have ready access. I know that they don't know the struggle that the boys of my generation faced back in the Great Depression era of enticing photographic entertainment, the callow and deprived years of my youth. A Calvin Klein pictorial of old would have represented something exciting, something to say, think about at the end of the day. Had I run across this present weird concept at that age, I either would have been disgusted Disgusted on site or possibly really disgusted when my dumb ass put two and two together the next day. Anyway, I mean, come on, I still would have wanked to it. But my point is, the whole world's gone crazy. Do we really need this? At this inclusive embracing point in our recent history, what in the world makes Calvin Klein feel the need to be the standard bearer for a lifestyle scream largely into existence by the very vocal minority? It's the same mentality that leads to creating pregnant person emojis that weirdly resemble a modern day Bill Gates. So I don't know what the hell you people are doing. The answer, of course, is a lot of things. You're doing a lot of things. But at its core, as always, the left is sowing confusion. Not between me and you. We're already too far gone down the common sense path to fall for crap like this. No, they're paving the way for our kids to look at this sort of thing and consider it normal. Remember what I said. You got to pander it. You got to legalize it. You got to launder it. You got to laugh at it. And after all, if you never knew anything else, you'd think it was normal, too. And let me close on this thought. There ain't nothing right about seeing a pregnant belly with a treasure trail, okay? 
You shouldn't have a happy trail on a pregnant belly. That's a fact. Uh, John, do you have any desire to get pregnant? Uh, no, not particularly. And even if I did, I couldn't because I'm a man. Um, <laughs> That's hate speech, John. Yeah, good. <laughs> like, wow. If it's hate speech, why did I enjoy saying it so much? I yeah, don't know. exactly. And it's funny because even that is such like a, a basic thing. But yeah, we're now even on the back foot of like, you know, men can't get pregnant. And this is something that's actually being debated. So I'm at the point where, you know, I want to fight fire with fire. I would like to regulate things like this. I think that if you want to promote advertisements that are perverting reality yeah. that children will see, you should pay a tax or something. Like it's one thing, you know, if you want to advertise a woman in a bikini and be like Calvin Klein, if you buy our underwear, you're going to look like her. But to be making this statement and be warping what is natural and what we all know is true, uh, I think that that is beyond, you know, enticing advertisements meant to draw attention. And that's just like literally at war with nature. And I think that you should have to pay a tax for that because, you know, we know it's stupid, but our kids are going to see that and they're going to see the emojis and they're going to, and over time, their perception, whether it's because they directly buy into it or they're pressured to because the herd consensus is buying into it, like that's going to affect future generations. And so we have to be the people now to say, we've had enough, we're going to stop it. And I think a great start to that would be like preventing this type of stuff from occupying the media, from occupying advertising. And a great way to do that is to tax it because I think corporations respond to monetary incentives. Let's give them one. Nature tax. Yeah, literally. I like it. Um, and you know, I was listening to uh, our friend Jeff Younger who's been on the show. And of course, he's running for house seat in up in Denton County. I uh, heard him on Andrew Wilkow, a replay. Uh, I think he was on Friday. And he brought it brought up an excellent point because you know his they his ex-wife is trying to transition his son James mm-hmm. and has been for the last seven years been trying to tra- so publicly they've transitioned him like the schools have to refer to him as a her and all this kind of nonsense so um it Andrew asked him the question he's like you know why do you why do they give these puberty blockers and all this or why do they do it before the age before they hit puberty I mean why do they transition them so young like you could they can wait and do this when they're 18 years old, 21 years old, whatever it may be. And Jeff made a great point. He said, because there's no going back. Like, you, you F the kid up before he hits puberty. There's really no going back. So they basically impress, impressioned this child's mind to get these things done. And then, then it's a point of no return, right? Yeah. Once they actually hit puberty or the age of puberty, then it's, there's no going back. So this is a sick kind of thing. So when they normalize it with ads like this, that stuff, it, you start seeing it as thrown at you constantly and say, oh, well, it's just a normal lifestyle. It ain't. Yeah, no, and that's the other thing is conservatives want so badly, I think, to just come together with these people that we feel antsy and anxious being the mean people to be transphobic or homophobic. And I even see this on the right, you know, I'll say something that is would have been a, a normal conservative talking point even six years ago. And well, why are you being homophobic? Like, that's a fake word. That's not a real word. Like, why are you being normal? Like, because I'm normal. I mean, it's not bigoted to just yeah. like acknowledge that reality exists. And yeah, that's a really unfortunate story. And, and you know, hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. And it's like, you need a way to combat that. But we just don't have it right now. No. Sad situation is a bad situation. It ain't going to get better from here. I mean, when the perception, we talked about it on the show weeks ago, when the perception out there, when, when polled, 20% of Americans think, no, Americans think in the poll, they said that 20% of Americans are trans. It's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. I mean, that's, again, you're trying to normalize something and, yeah. and make it per- pervasive to culture. And they can only do that by grooming kids, too, because it. without this proactive influence in the lives of children, they would just grow up normally and they would just yeah. be, you know. 
totally normal people, but they have to get them while they're young. And even the research from, I think, the American Psychiatric Association says that 95%, like literally 95% of kids who are experiencing some form of like gender identity disorder, now they call it gender dysphoria, if left alone, will grow out of it. But once they start to go through the social transition, which is first, like now they're dressing differently, they're going to be introduced as a girl instead of a boy. Then they go through the medical transition, starting with, of course, puberty blockers. By that point, there's no going back because their body doesn't develop properly. And it's like they have to get them while they're young because like you said, otherwise they're just going to grow out of it and they won't have that that child and it's really dangerous because of course you know what is it the moral majority of the 1980s predicted all of this and they were called crazy christian evangelicals but they were right and it's like now the narratives that we have are on the one hand we need to be teaching children about anal sex and things like this in kindergarten because child sexuality exists right so we should talk about it also Kids know their sexuality. They can consent to things like puberty blockers because they know themselves. So what's the overlap between child sexuality exists and kids can consent? It's pedophilia. And they're not even hiding that anymore. I mean, you. I think we covered a story in the beginning where like people are getting arrested for having like drag shows at, at, at like children's schools. Uh, they're now trying to rebrand pedophilia to minor attracted person to make it seem less like terrible. And it's like, this is where we're at. So if we fail to, you know, stop everything that's led up to this maybe we should be proactive and stop finally this when it's literally like your children not even your culture not even your community your actual children are now being targeted yeah we got to go to one more break uh folks you've heard me talk about it before if you own a home or property there's uh, you could become a victim of home title fraud a cyber criminal can worm their way onto your home's title take out a loan uh using your home's equity leave just vanish and you're stuck with the with the uh the payment uh you could be a victim of home title fraud and not even know it for months no agent agency is going to notify you or ask you if you sold your home or added somebody to the title you'll find out when the collection calls start uh coming in for those loans you, you never took those loans out somebody else did nobody knows more about how to help stop this crime than home title lock america's trusted leader here's what i want to urge you to do go to hometitlelock.com read the testimonials see what the fbi agents have said register your home address for free to see if you're already a victim and then protect your home tell them chad sent you uh 30 free days of protection is what that'll get you hometitlelock.com remind them that i sent you hometitlelock.com we'll be right back Politicians will never let a crisis go to waste. We have been invaded. The crisis is being used by Republicans as a photo op by the Democrats to expand their voting base. More than 85% of everybody reaching the border is coming in. That's the definition of an open border. Just down the road, you can get in no problem, no Humvees, no farm guards. What people don't realize is there's a way around everything. The Blaze Originals team traveled to the Texas border, ground zero of the most controversial news story of 2024. With some experts estimating over 4 million border crossings in 2023 alone, we embedded with the Take Our Border Back convoy to investigate. What if the entire narrative you thought you knew was a lie? Go watch the real story of Texas versus the feds and how the elites use the border crisis against us by visiting realbordercrisis.com and use code TEXAS for $30 off an annual subscription to Blaze TV. 
nobody watches CNN, so they decided to come out with CNN Plus. Of course, that was a streaming service you could get for $6 a month. Uh, they started it on March 29th. They canceled it on April 28th. $300 million venture. CNN Plus, uh, absolutely pathetic. Uh, they couldn't get uh, they couldn't really get more than ten thousand viewers a day. In fact, they they were only between five and ten thousand a day. Literally, nobody's watching that. So um, here's what they're doing, John. They're uh, they fired a lot of people, and so they um, they sent them gift baskets, <laughs> welcome gift baskets. All right, after they had been fired. <laughs> So welcoming them to the crew, the baskets after they're fired, the baskets started showing up. Yeah, there's a delay in the uh, <laughs> the parcel service, I guess. There. Oh, do we know man. what was in the baskets? Uh, you know what? That's a good question. Let's look. Um, let's see. Yeah, it doesn't say. It may be deep down in this article. I don't know, but that I would love to know. I would love to. Know. I, oh, anyway. CNN Plus, uh, got to go. Had to go. Um, Fauci said he's going to leave the White House if Trump becomes president in 2024. Yay or nay on Trump? Yay. You think so? Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Going to be interesting to see. Um, I, don't, I don't think his ego let him not mm-hmm. do it. Uh, Federal judge says Biden can't end Title 42 for now. We'll see how that goes. You got a TikTok, Chris? mesmerize me with its wisdom space is exciting it spurs our imaginations and it forces us to ask big questions space it affects us all and it connects us all (laughs) and i did not write this speech okay i did yes (laughs) Thank you, Doug. <laughs> and I made you this. Oh, for me? Yeah, gift. Oh. Okay. All right. I'm off to write more speeches. <laughs> First I was afraid, I was petrified. No, Doug, that's already a song. <laughs> I'm Mumbala. <laughs> Is that a quote? From Kamala about the space thing? Yeah. Oh, That's man. a pretty good impression. Yeah, no, it was a she had impression. She had the voice pattern down pretty good. She's great. Yeah. yeah. It scares me where you find this stuff, Chris. It truly, like, you're spending too much time on TikTok. Do you TikTok? No, absolutely not. Yeah, good. I'm, I think I have a TikTok. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Somebody else puts stuff up there. Yeah. I have a lot of impersonators. There's a lot of scammers out there. Yeah. Somebody even created a page in my mother's name on <laughs> Facebook and started messaging people saying that they were my mother trying to scam them out of money. Uh, do you get any of that stuff? Yeah, I've got I've got some of that on Instagram. Yeah. Just, it is what it is. What's your biggest platform? YouTube. YouTube? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you use Rumble or any of that stuff? Or you? No. Uh, people tell me I should. They're probably correct, but I, I just don't. See, Rumble is kind of difficult. Like we, a lot of people who want to watch the show, we used to have it up on Rumble, but we've had an issue with the rep with Rumble here at Blaze, and and they can't get the communication going to get stuff loading again. So, 
anyway youtube's where it's at so anyway john thanks for coming on the show where can people find you uh, you can find me at youtube.com slash john doyle you can find me on instagram at john doyle.jpg uh yeah and he did you put that lower third up there for him the breastfeeding expert breastfeeding expert that is true yeah i don't I, there it is breastfeeding expert that is the new that is the new moniker we're giving john doyle uh we're gonna go to a quick break hang tight i'm gonna wrap up a couple of things we'll be right back Make sure you're following John Doyle on social media. Follow his uh, his clips and his takes and all the stuff that he's got to say out there. You will be much wiser for having done so. Also, you can catch him many times throughout the week on the News and Why It Matters with the lovely Sarah Gonzalez, the lovely lactating Sarah Gonzalez. And uh, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, I'll be having a conversation with her shortly. I, you know, I want to sit in for that. I want to... <laughs> Makes me want to not. I think her husband's going to enjoy listening to that conversation exactly. too. I think Stephen puts up with a lot. Uh, WatchChad.com. That's where all the fun stuff is. Go check it out. I'm going to be in Naples, Florida next Wednesday night. Off the Hook Comedy Club. Two shows that night. Uh, that is May 25th. We're going to be there. So uh, come join us. Also check it out. Going to be in Belton, Texas on June 3rd. June 4th going to be in Bernie, Texas at the Roundup. And then going to be at Billy Bob's in Fort Worth, Texas. That's going to be a big show. June 5th. That's Sunday afternoon. You got nothing else to do that night. So come on, join us. WatchChad.com has all the information. Don't forget to tell all of your friends to sign up at blazetv.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad so you can get the overtime laying it down thick and heavy on those episodes you don't want to miss. We're going to be back tomorrow, Wednesday, which is hump day. I got a feeling the lovely lactating Sarah Gonzalez may be joining us, maybe. All right, we'll check it out. Love y'all. God bless you. Talk to you later. Bye.